0: All right, this is Quinn David Furness coming to you live from uh, Boston, Massachusetts, a city without a nickname. Actually, I am uh, living, uh, or not living, <laughs> I'm moving in, I didn't tell you guys, right here on the couch. I am here with Ryan Lee and Kristen English here in their home in uh, Quincy, Massachusetts has been how I've been instructed to say it. Um, and uh yeah we're we're coming to you live as we do every week. Uh this is stop number 3 in the Beantown podcast Spring Break Road Trip Extravaganza Spectacular. Uh 2 weeks ago we were in Harrisburg, PA, last week Memphis, Tennessee, this week Boston, Massachusetts, and then we finish up next week with Washington D.C., our nation's capital. Maybe we'll get uh someone cool like Todd Palin I don't know I think he lives in Alaska though so uh yeah so these these guys are, are in the room with me they got their dogs what is it, Kiki and Baxter or something yeah, it. <laughs> no it's it's uh uh it's not Raymond's no it's uh uh hang on now I can get this because the wi-fi password um <laughs> I'm sharing their wi-fi password with everybody um no, 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 hang on. The third beer is really showing off right now. Um, no, it's Dexter and Monkey. Yes? Okay. Yeah. We have confirmation. <laughs> Dexter and Monkey, they are uh, little troublemakers and a little yippy, but that's okay. Keeps them honest. But, yeah, this is uh, Quinn David Furness is checking in on you. Uh, listener discretion is advised on this podcast. One, we use some uh foul language here and there, and not just the chicken kind but the uh the swear word kind as well and then number two, the podcast is just objectively terrible so there's your uh there's your little uh foreboding forewarning for that. We are drinking some uh beer from Mexico tonight it is cinco de mayo twenty eighteen Corona premier which I didn't even know existed uh, until about three hours ago. (laughs) Because we always, I don't know, where I drink, it's always just Corona Extra, and that's what they have. Um, According to Christian, you can taste the difference. Let's do a a quick taste test. We drank at the same time. We really shared that moment. Um, I don't know. I guess if I had a Corona Extra and a Corona Premier next to me, then I could probably taste the difference but i don't have a refined palate enough we have that going and then we have medelo i don't remember which kind what does it say especial Especial. it means espresso in uh, mexican actually so uh or spanish i suppose yeah i mean you know trying to be nicer less cultural appropriation so but yeah, happy birthday to uh, to all my Mexican friends out there. Um, pretty uh, exciting time for you all, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got going on here. We're gonna do a little uh, profile of Boston before we we jump in here. And this one is truly this this podcast. You know, usually I got some notes in front of me, either on my laptop or my iPad or my phone. Usually we got something to sort of guide the conversation this one we are going completely on the seat of my pants um yeah we were joking before we jumped in here about the classic Bill O'Reilly uh rant tirade we'll do it live because that's pretty much how we feel right now so and it's ten thirty at night and we're tired and this is hour like 20 for me today so feeling it but uh we're gonna get through it and i I won't keep you too long if you're looking for a podcast to help you sleep this might just be the one here's what i here's here's how i like to describe well, there's john Kasich on tv um i saw him last fall at hopkins yeah he's such a yeah he just never says anything like of actual importance he just like he won't c- totally come out and like bash trump but he like doesn't want to support him either so he just tries to toe the line and sometimes just got to grow a pair so i like Kasich, like, but i don't know um but uh, lost the train of thought now there's a funny picture of ben carson and bernie sanders up there uh what what were we even talking about i was going to do something before i got to the uh profile yeah, I thought there was something else I wanted to say there, but, oh, well, that's okay. It's going to kill me. Oh, no, here's here's what it was. So people often ask you, you know, you know, why should I listen to your podcast? Well, nobody asked me that because people don't know I have a podcast, but if they did, they would ask me that. And, you know, you want to have, right, your, your niche, your corner of the market, like, what are you bringing to the table? And the way I like to describe the Beantown podcast is, you know, when you're like at a hotel... It's an away game for you, and you're browsing through the channels, and it's cable, and there's just nothing on you want to watch, and so you get back to ESPN, and it's like the fourth hour Sports Center, and you're like, well, I guess I'll watch this, because like, it's fine, and nothing else is better. That's kind of what the Beantown Podcast is like, right? You just listen to it because, yeah, it's not really good, it's pretty average, but maybe you've already listened to you know all the Huey Lewis and the News songs you want and Pod Save America and stuff and you're just maybe it's like the end of your week and you're like man there's only shit out there so I might as well take what's on the top of the crap pile and that's the Beantown podcast so thank you for listening um little uh profile of Boston here this is just kind of off the cuff, what I remember from my U.S. history class of Boston was founded actually as a spice port in 1456, uh, the year that Christopher Columbus set sail. Um, so a little uh, synchronization there for Cinco de Mayo there. And it was founded by the Dutch, uh, actually, and uh, as a spice port to trade with the, uh, the East Indians. If you've ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean, one, two, three, four, or five. Um, I think, is that what we're up to now? Five, something like that. It's, it's, um, we're going to take a timeout, and we're going to go through it because we got to fill time on this podcast. So we got Curse of the Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest, At World's End, yes. On Stranger Tides, sure. and the last one that came out, uh, oh, like Johnny Depp Dead, Man, Dead Men Tell No Tales is number five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Depp brings his dog to Australia. That's a deep poll. It gets into legal shit. I'm sure there's a sixth one. They keep making money. It's like Transformers. Like I don't know many people out there who are like, oh, we like we gotta go see this new Pirates movie. But it continues to make money. So I I don't know. Curse of the Black Pearl was two thousand three, maybe? So fifteen years already, which yeah, yeah, man, year after Attack of the Clones, that'll date you. Um, <laughs> but uh, so so we mentioned Boston was founded, a uh, big hub for pirates, that sort of thing, you know, kind of close to the Caribbean. And uh, it kind of, uh, you know, nothing really changed until the 20th century when the Red Sox bought uh, Babe Ruth from the Orioles. And that's sort of where the story goes next. You know, nothing really happened in like 1776 or anything like that. So uh, speaking of the Red Sox, they got their name. Uh, so in the 2004 uh, ALCS, Kurt Schilling had a bloody sock. Now an infamous moment against the Yankees, and his sock turned red from the blood, and that's that's how they got their name, the Red Sox. So um, there's, there's some history for you. That is Boston's baseball team. Let's see, they got a basketball team, the Boston Celtics. We mentioned cultural appropriation earlier, so I'm not going into that because it wouldn't be appropriate. Uh, Boston also has a hockey team, the Bruins, uh, taken from the uh, UCLA Bruins, who in turn took it from uh, the game Bruinscape, which for a lot of people is a, uh, (laughs) how do you describe it? Multi-million online modal player uh it's kind of like club penguin but for a less mature audience (laughs) you ever go on club penguin and it's just skin hot and heavy um i used to so i I never really did much online gaming growing up but we would have star wars battlefront 2 on our computer and you could play like the most icely Spaceport level or something and it would be multiplayer and you could chat with people which that I was like 12 or something that was like my first exposure to doing that stuff over the internet and yeah stuff got a little uh, hot and heavy occasionally down in the uh, basement at 7187 Farm Home Lane so um, yeah mom and dad if you made it this far there you go um that was uh the Boston Bruins who are down 3-1 in their series versus the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, so Rip Peace Bruins, uh, probably not their year. But um, yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on on SNL right now. Bobby Moynihan looks like T.J. Miller, and he's just <laughs> having fun. Um, and then they got the, the football team, too, the New England Patriots, Foxborough, which is like 30 miles from here. Does that sound right? Something like that. I've never been to Foxborough myself, but, uh Yeah. I don't have any, like, fun jokes or anything to say about the Patriots because when you kick ass as much as they do, it's kind of like you just got to kind of eat it. So those are the uh, the four sports teams of uh, Boston. That's as far as I got in my head in terms of planning out how I wanted to do this profile when I was in the bathroom 10 minutes ago. So um, <laughs> the rest of it is truly improvised, doing it live. Uh, one thing to know about Boston is they love their Duncan. Um, I think drove past like 10 between the airport and here. It's like a 25-minute, 20-minute drive to get here this morning. Yeah, there's a lot of Dunkin'. There's a Dunkin' on every block. There's commercials all the time. Um, it's an institution, you know, so you got to have your Dunkin' when you're out here. We had some Dunkin' this, this morning, and it was it was good stuff. It tastes better in, in Boston than anywhere else, so you can really taste the... The beans that, you know, you harvest right here from the coffee trees, coffee plant. I think that's what it is or right? coffee trees. Yeah. Remember that uh, in uh, the new not it's not new anymore, but the updated Willy Wonka movie with Johnny Depp and they give him like the backstory. And he goes to the planet with the, the Oompa Loompas and he's like eating the beans and stuff. That's that's crazy. Interview with a dog time. That was Dexter. He was uh, scratching himself. And uh, Interview with the Dog is a segment that we're going to uh, consider exploring in the future. And we'll see how that first one turned out. Uh, yeah. Dogs say the darndest things, right? That could <laughs> that could be a show. The dog's like howling on there. Like my dog Wrigley plays some high notes on the piano and she just goes nuts. So. Wasn't
1: Kids Say the Darnest Things, wasn't that, a Bill Cosby?
0: I don't think Kids Say the Darnest Things was a Bill Cosby thing, but, but let's see. We're going to Google. Let's see. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Kids Say the Darnest Things, American comedy series hosted by Bill Cosby, aired on CBS as a special on February 6, 1995, then a full series three years later. So, Yeah, Bill Cosby, we talked about him last week on the podcast, but what a... What a bastard so rip well, yeah maybe not in peace, but rip. yeah or R-, R-, R yeah R, <laughs> R- matey R- R- <laughs> yeah what was that lasers earlier we we're trying to figure out the acronym it was like light and shit er <laughs> that's not as funny as i think it is but <laughs> we're having laughs anyways oh <laughs> uh, man what show is this on tv derrick roger federer carrie russell Oh, Don Cheadle. This is an all-star. This is going to get, like, Oscars. Oscars. Running Wild with Bear girls. There's a couple Emmy nominations just waiting to happen. Oh, man. It's actually pretty simple to think about it. Laser. All right, here we go. Amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Rhymes. Light amplification... By Stimulation... Stimulated... stimulated emission, emission... Of Radiation. Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, they got Larry David to introduce Ariana Grande, I assume, because she was the host. Yeah. We're watching it. So we're watching it. This podcast is just going thrilling here. We're watching an old episode of SNL from probably like three years ago. The one in which Ariana Grande hosts and performs, and she does the like Pandora Radio like the original Bruno Mars sketch but she does it and that was pretty funny but they got Larry David to uh to introduce the act and it looked like it was pretty pretty good so yeah I'm not a not a good impersonator of Larry David but I don't know guys we're 15 minutes in any uh any topics you want to bring to the podcast it came well prepared this week Ariana Grande sexy or not I'll answer that sexy that was the end of that topic. I just
1: think she's she looks like a child. She looks like a, she looks like a child. People, people should stop idolizing her as a sex symbol. She's got a high ponytail. That's never that's never an adult woman.
0: We I was talking the other day things that turn you on, and one of mine on the list was the ponytail. Oh. You don't think about it often, Ooh. and I don't think about it often. But I think about it. I'm like Allison Williams and Get Out, like. She's sexy. She's got the ponytail going. She's eating the cereal one at a time like a squirrel, like (laughs) Like biggest sex symbol in Hollywood. Not Alison Williams, but Alison Williams' ponytail right there. So, yeah, I'm over-exaggerating a little bit. But, I mean, for as creepy as she was in that movie, she was also pretty good looking. So, I don't know. We were saying the new Get Out, uh, Ryan shared a status on Facebook and I don't remember what you said, but it was something funny. Oh, the new Get Out sequel looks good or something, but okay. <laughs> what was the status? Uh,
1: the sequel, the Get Out sequel was okay, but the horse race was a nice touch.
0: Yes, I thought it was very good. It hasn't quite blown up. Nope. Are you on Twitter at all? yeah see
1: that's
0: (laughs) that's where you gotta go um it was it was very funny though my get out sequel that i want to make is a holiday special it's called white christmas which Mm -hmm. is a joke that i've told to way too many people now to be funny but i i just was really proud of it so uh ariana grande was born in 93 so she's 25 this summer so a little bit older than uh than myself but uh yeah, she does, I don't know, she's kind of got the sexy baby thing going on, which, hey, I don't know. I, it's not like I'm watching her music videos and being like, man, this just isn't doing it for me. But at the same time, I I see the, uh, the argument against it. So, I don't know. She's very talented, but uh, we'll see how she does. Usually the pop stars, like, don't last that long. I mean, look at Katy Perry, like five years ago she was the thing and now people are like what the hell happened to Katy perry so it seems to happen to pretty much everybody at some point that's just your life as a uh as a pop star artist i suppose so i don't know maybe they'll just let her into Coldplay or something and then <laughs> she'll uh she'll live forever, she'll live forever. For yeah yeah i would go to that concert with or without Ariana Grande, but yeah, I've never been to a Coldplay concert, but my brothers have. I think at the United Center, those tickets are usually pretty pricey, but they put on a good show. They're good. Uh, they're, they're a good front man, if you will. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Uh, we were uh, we were talking earlier today about the old uh, homeschool bands that used to make the uh, festival circuits. <laughs> There was a uh, say it with love, which is a, a a band that Ryan was a really good front man for, and there was what was Ricky's band's name at the uproar. At the uproar, was Joel Gus? Uh, was Joel in that too? No, no. Oh yeah, no, yeah, Joel was. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah Joel was. We're dropping names here for all the people <laughs> at Hallstrom who are listening to this. Like, oh man, throwback nostalgia. Like, yeah, I'm bringing that dosage to you. Um, what was the name of the, the like, uh, Jacob and Caleb band and their cousins?
1: I want to say it was something, something, some sort of sexual innuendo that they didn't nice. realize was. It was, like, The Morning After
0: or something like that. That sounds right. Some sort of, like, pseudo-biblical thing that could also be interpreted. Yeah. yeah. It's like it was, like,
1: Abraham, but also, like,
0: Plan B, you know? Nice. Um, we had that going on. Were there like any other class? I just remember going to the basement of like that place by the cherry bowl one time with like Julia or something and like watching you guys play.
1: Oh, so that would have been the night that we of course opened. Like we just
0: did. (laughs) Always opening. (laughs) Always. And then like the morning after, no, no, next was Elios, Elios, who was like Uh, Stephen Knight. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah He lived in my neighborhood, actually yeah. Who else? Was his younger brother in that, too, maybe? Yeah, his yeah. brother was But it's like Lots of family bands Yeah, yeah. lots of bands. Mm. Then, Yeah, I'd forgotten about that one uh,
1: The Morning After Yeah And
0: After Them was At The uproar. Oh, yeah, yeah Those good stuff Those are crazy shows, man Get some Sprite and something And Sprite. just go crazy on a school night Yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, it was a different definition of uh of a rager back then as a 15-year-old homeschool student, but uh no, we've had lots of uh had lots of good reminiscing today about growing up and homeschooling and the people we interacted with and we even went on a little uh, gay witch hunt here for a couple minutes to try to identify the Holstrom gays. So <laughs> That was that was fun, but uh no, we did a We did a podcast this, this afternoon and then we got a little something else cooking tomorrow and yeah, it's just been a weekend full of, uh, love laughing podcast and now spotty internet. So, uh, but mine's, mine's working great right now. So fingers crossed. Um, (laughs) uh, they're not salty at all. Uh, (laughs) This is the part of the show where SNL just drops off. Like It seems like every week they can only come up with, well, sometimes none, but like at max, two or three sketches that are actually good. And I don't understand why that is. Like Even when SNL is really good, the ones at the end are just like, is it really that tough? And I'm not a comedy writer. I aspire to be one, I guess. But like, is it that tough to come up with like that many sketches that are going to be like Oh, this is actually really funny. I don't know if you can do it like for one or two. Why can't you do it for like seven or eight?
1: They have to. They have to meet the needs of the network. I know. Half the stuff I would write, it'd be like no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why sure. you don't write for SNL. Okay, exactly. um, y- this is kind of like uh, what a Shape of Water going yeah. on action right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a. Is that Kate McKinnon? Yeah. Yeah it's uh it's getting a little uncomfortable she looks like uh orlando bloom's dad in pirates of the caribbean two and three got like the barnacles and the who's the actor that plays him we've got to look that up now uh bootstrap bill is that the character's name bootstrap uh, bill turner is he am i right he's the dad's. scars i can't keep those guys straight um let's see portrayed by Stellan Skarsgård yeah well because I like and I know that this isn't right at all but just like with the Norwegian or the Scandinavian last names I get like Skarsgård and Mads Mikkelsen and like there's an Alexander Skarsgård right he did like the tarzan movie this last year and i know they're different they're they look very different they're different ages like just the names i get mixed up so yep i see it i'm on his google images page and i know what mads mickelson looks like like he plays handle elector and he was in um rogue one and then i really don't know alexander scars that much is he this guy's son does that sound right yeah Oh, sure. Yeah, so there's another one to throw into the mix, yeah. And
1: then there's another one after that, I believe, but he's the least successful of the three brothers or
0: something. Kind of like the bonus Jonas, you know, yeah. never really Faces. took off. Or the Quinn Furness, yeah. <laughs> no, not the Quinn Furness,
1: just one of the Furness. Sure. Insert one, of one of them, one of
0: them yeah. Well, this this is an interesting one. I don't know where this came from, but it seems like the uh, the accepted plural now for multiple furnace people is fern eye with two eyes, and not i think it's just cleaner than yeah. furnesses and uh a little looks cooler you know f-u-r-n double i like <laughs> it would never fly to ellis island but like yeah. 300 years later it's kind of cool so the original furnace name at ellis island had one s but it was still furnace so i tell people because our name looks like Furness, and that's what most people just go with because excuse me that's what it looks like with s, And then I tell people, well, the original used to just have one S, and they say, well, wouldn't that just be ferns? And then I'm like, yeah, you're right. So <laughs> no matter what you do, it's not going to look like furnace, unless it's just F-U-R-N-A-C-E. Hey, is that wild turkey over there? Yep. Want some? I mean, yeah, we'll have some after, but... Um, yeah, I'm only going to go for another couple of minutes here. We're already at 25 minutes. But I got eyes like a hawk, you know? I get like 2118 vision. Like so. a turkey? Like a turkey. A turkey. <laughs> Turkeys have good eyesight? I have no hell idea. If, hell if we know. Yeah, yeah. How is the sketch still going on? Yeah. I feel like I... Oh, there it is <laughs> at the end. It was still the weird fish monster one. Fish monster. This, I mean, we've had some rambling podcasts in the past this one just turned into like a conversation where you're gonna be able to hear everything I say just fine it's gonna be like background noise from Ryan and Kristen what are they saying and oh, we'll see how it picks up but uh I mean I don't I think by the time we get to the 26th minute of the podcast there's probably like three people still listening so and I'm usually checked out at that point so it's okay if uh if you're if you haven't made it this far because you'll never know that I'm bitching about you so um <laughs> I don't know. I rather than me just ramble to try to fit thirty minutes. I'm gonna pretty much close it up there. You guys have any parting thoughts? Any uh, like cool phrases that you want to try out? You know, on live air, like flu flop doodop. What did you say? i have having interesting
1: thoughts. Yeah, I think the iron lung is a fascinating piece of technology. I think the more I think about it, the more I was like, it kind of is. wow, humans are so stupid, <laughs> but so brilliant.
0: So the iron lung, like you, you're in it almost all the way, except your head just coming out, right? And it like, it's like that movie breathes, which I never saw. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite of like mechanical ventilation through like intubation or like a tracheostomy. Yeah, I definitely know or what it's all it's of this shit means. Providing got oh, Nurse Jackie over here. <laughs> also haven't seen that show. <laughs> it's
1: terrible. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty amazing if you think about it. Yeah, it's a fascinating piece of technology. Yeah. I just think in 50 years we're going to look back and be like, oh, that was the medieval times of, you
0: well, know. I mean, I've never been to medieval times. Me neither. Oh, oh, road trip. Because there's like, there's like multiple locations, right? But I don't know where any of them are except for whatever Hoffman estates. So this is why we own the internet. That's what the government said for net neutrality passed, So or Comcast, I guess. Yeah. Well, thank God this SNL episode is over. We'll have the news and then Donald Glover's on. All I want is like a funny star Wars sketch and I'll be happy. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's I uh, I don't know. This is a pretty mellow, not necessarily sad podcast, but this is what happens when you prepare nothing, and I mean nothing. So, uh, Kentucky Derby was today. This date in history, and by this date, I mean like three hours ago. Uh, Justify wins. It was the sixth year in a row that the odds-on favorite to win has won the race. So, not to say it's getting boring, but the race itself. I remember the race last year. Like neither one was like oh what's going to happen at the end i was like this guy gets out in front pretty early and that's just kind of the way it is so uh it's still super exciting and preakness and belmont stakes are usually high not high stakes obviously but those are usually pretty intense Uh, and not to say that they're always closer but i don't know at least those haven't been won six years in a row by the odds on favorite so yeah between lebron and uh kentucky derby i don't know about sports anymore man i might just hang it up for good no more sports for me no more sports sounds like another dr seuss book we were talking about something like that (laughs) there was something else i remember what the title was but uh okay that's that's good we're gonna drink some whiskey and watch saturday live and i don't know do something else maybe quote phantom menace a little bit more um (laughs) All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, This is Quinn David Furness. We're coming to you live next week from Washington, D.C. for a podcast. To close out the Beantown podcast, Spring Break Road Trip Extravaganza Spectacular. Thanks for listening. I will check in on you next week.